Hi, I'm Sanera Madani, and I'm a mom of two, a daughter of an immigrant and an unlikely entrepreneur who went from scaling an idea to a billion dollar business. Yes, a billion dollar business. Along the way, I learned that less than 2% of female founders ever hit 1 million in revenue. And I became obsessed on a mission to change that. I believe that there is so much gatekeeping in business knowledge and that we as female entrepreneurs should be learning from other female founders and leaders who have broken the statistics. Since I never went to CEO school, I've had to learn it all the hard way, but you shouldn't have to because we believe that you deserve to have it all. And honestly, nothing bad happens when women make more money. Grab a seat because class is officially in session. Welcome to CEO School. Hey everyone, welcome to CEO School. I'm your host, Sanira Madani, and today we are going to talk about financial health of your business and why it's important for entrepreneurs to prioritize their financial health, what does it actually look like, what are some mistakes that we make as entrepreneurs. So we're gonna talk all things financial health for your business because this month we are talking all things money because nothing bad happens when women make more money and we need to keep more money in our business. And so that is what we're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about how we can structure our business to ensure that the business is set up correctly financially, that we have the right tools to grow, and that we have great habits when it comes to our business financial health so that we don't end up in failure or bankruptcy or honestly, you know, putting ourselves out of business because we didn't effectively manage our cash flow. Something that I remember um, a couple years ago, I used to do this keynote for the universities and like incubators across town, like in Florida. Uh, And I had a top 10 slides of like 10 lessons I've learned as an entrepreneur. And this was like, you know, five years into my journey. Um, But I had a a slide on there and I've got to actually type it out because I can't more. uh, Okay, C-F-I-M-Y-M. It was literally like, it was like all caps and it was like lesson number, lesson number one, okay, was C-F-I-M-Y-M and that was like it. That's like what it said on the slide. Um, and it like always was like caused like this reaction. And it would literally go, the lesson is that cash flow is more important than your mother. Cash flow is more important than your mother. It is the most important thing in your business. And I find so often that female entrepreneurs, women entrepreneurs, we are not thinking about our finances, let alone like in our, in our personal world, but we, especially shy away from understanding, not only just understanding our business finances, but really understanding our cash flow, understanding how much cash we need in the business and really managing cash flow effectively. And so it's such an important lesson um, that we all need to really master. And, you know, as an entrepreneur, as a finance major, I will tell you that it's still not, it never came naturally for me. I studied finance in school only because it was like the hardest business major to get. And at that time, like I made decisions literally based on that. I was like, I'm gonna go get a business degree. Okay, what's the hardest business degree? I asked my advisor and he said, oh, finance. And I said, okay, I'll take finance. And I really wanted to do marketing. I ended up getting a second degree in marketing because that's what I want. That's the one I wanted to do. Um, but I always thought, okay, hey, I can't, I can go get a finance job, a marketing job if I have a finance degree, but I can't go get a finance job if I have a marketing degree. And so I felt like the finance degree would give me more options. And that was like one of the reasons why I ended up choosing it. But even though I had a 
university degree in finance from a very reputable school, when I was managing my business, I felt like seriously all of that was still out the door. Like it wasn't, it was still so hard as your business scales to truly understand what are the right things that we have to be thinking about. And it, it's constantly changing. And it, it is, it's such a, it's, it's such a world of like, once you become an entrepreneur, so much of your literacy and your journey really comes from experience, right? And it comes from uh, making those mistakes and understanding those mistakes. So hopefully on today's episode, we're going to get really practical on some of the strategies that you can do right away to want to improve your financial health as a business, how you can prioritize and make cash flow more important than your mother, right? And ensuring that um, we are thinking about, um, you know, you know, protecting our business when it comes to downside and emergency fund, how we can utilize debt and some mistakes that I've seen entrepreneurs make so that we don't make those mistakes. So are you ready? Are you excited? We're going to make this quick and fun and uh, make make finances fun again, right? All right, so let's get practical. So, so the first step is really getting clear on understanding your current financial situation as a business. So one, it truly means, and this can be applied for those that don't have a business yet. You could literally take this, everything I'm about to say right now, and plug it into your personal finances. But I wanna focus on our business here. So it's so important for you to create a proper budget, tracking your expenses, and truly analyzing the cash flow. And by doing this, you're gonna be able to identify areas where you need to cut costs, where you need to increase revenue, and where you need to really think about cash flow as well. And when you can bring on um, employees and uh, and uh, you know spend more dollars and investing back in your business when it comes to you know scaling your business and scaling revenue. And so it's so important for you to get a clear understanding of your your finances and some really basic like practical things that you need to do is one, make sure that your business. I'm just going to remind everyone to make sure that you have a properly registered business, right? Ensuring that your business is incorporated in the right way, whether that be an LLC or a C-Corp, or if you're a not-for-profit, making sure it's in the right categories of a 5013C, whatever the categories need to be, but ensuring that you are legally registered for your business. So often that I find when women are starting their businesses, especially if it's a side hustle, they're putting things on their personal name and you know, sole proprietor is, and if it can only last for so long. So setting up your business for financial success is also important. So make sure that you have an accountant and a financial advisor that you can go to and ensure that you wanna have your financial goals, but also that your accountant um, is registering that business effectively in the right way for, um, for your business type and style. And why this is important is so that you can manage your business expenses correctly in the right structure. So often I've seen that, you know, we're blending business expenses and personal expenses. And that is, you know, one, it's it's not the right way to do things. Two, you're leaving so much money on the table because there are probably so many business expenses that need to correctly be categorized for your taxes. Um, and it's also important for you to be able to separate out and understand what is like the true financial health of the business entity itself. And so one, getting a clear setup and framework is super important. Having an accountant is like having the right person on your team and just making sure that that is set up is really important. Um, and so that you can get, you can get the, like have the, the ground running from day one. 
And the next thing I would say is important to have the right tools in place too, right? I'm a huge fan of not reinventing the wheel. I have used QuickBooks for all my businesses um, and for stocks up until like, you know, up until almost a really late stage until we had to like grow into a larger enterprise software. But um, QuickBooks is such an amazing, easy tool. There are other um, competitive tools out there like Zero and others, FreshBooks, QuickBooks, uh, whatever you use. I find QuickBooks to be just widely integratable and um, just every bookkeeper knows how to use it. And so that's one of the reasons why I've used it for my businesses. But getting your bookkeeping in order is so so critical and important. So having the right bookkeeper and just, if this is something that you wanna outsource, it's such an easy thing to outsource. However, warning, you still have to understand how your business works, what these transactions are, under, you should be able to pull your PL, understand your budget, do your budget, do your forecast. The bookkeeper is there to support and like do the administrative side of it, but that does not take away from you not learning it. And I, I find that so often women run from it. They're like, well, I have my bookkeeper and they just handle it. How can you make strategic decisions about your business if you truly don't understand the finances of your, of, of your business? So really making this a priority is so important getting the right tools in place. So now that you have your proper, your company's properly registered, everything, you have an accountant, you have the bookkeeper, you have the tools and making sure that everything correctly gets categorized on the right business accounts, right? So it is important for you to make sure that your contractors are getting their, their 1099. It is important that you actually classify real business expenses on the business card and not business expenses that you think you can write off, right? So have those conversations with your accountant to make sure that um, you are maximizing, you know, it's important to maximize on a tax standpoint, right? We don't want to just earn all the dollars and then give it all away, it is important for you to have the right structure in place and the right tax strategy in place. But having that accountant to guide you is super, super important and keeping track of everything is correct. But what is most important, and once you have these things in place, is having the right financial forecast and a right budget. So a budget, just like you have your own budget for your personal finances and for your groceries and for what you're spending, that's the same for your business. You have a revenue forecast, right? And then you have a budget associated with it. And you want to ensure that you are positive in your cash flow, that you're earning more than what you're spending. Now, not all businesses are going to be profitable and that's okay, right? Depends on the style of your business and if you're investing for growth, etc. But it is important for you to understand what the goals are and create a proper financial plan and a financial forecast. Now, um, if you don't know how to create a financial forecast, I invite you to come into our CEO school boardroom. We have uh, modules dedicated. We have worksheets. We have templates and like all the resources that you need to come in and plug and play to create your forecast right away. Um, but you can do the research. You can create a forecast and it is important for you to stick to that forecast. When I create a forecast for the year, um, that we deem as our annual operating plan for the business. That is literally what I call Bible. Like that is the Bible of the business and it's transparent. The team has it. We know what revenue projections we need to hit. And it's not just like a, you build it and then you stick it in a drawer, right? You are adjusting it based on what's actually happening in your business. Did you actually hit the sales that you had predicted? If you didn't, how are you adjusting? 
right? And did you, and now that you have, maybe you overexceeded that, how are you taking those dollars and are you investing those back into growth? Do you want to, uh, you know, it, like take it out as distribution, right? So it's so important for you to have a proper budget and a financial forecast that you manage and for you to have that money date with your bookkeeper every single month. And if it takes weekly until you feel comfortable and getting that grasp on your finances, that's super important. Now, when it comes to cash flow, yesterday I was in a boardroom coaching call and somebody asked me, Sanera, how much cash did you keep in your business? And I was like, that is such a good fucking question. And I hate giving you the answer, but it depends, right? It depends on um, what your forecast and what your budget and what your goals are. But I would say you want to ensure that you're like, just like you would in your lifestyle, right? That your financial budget for your business, you have an emergency fund right? You want to have at least three months, I would say nothing less than a minimum of three months of runway for your business in cash in your business bank account. So you don't want to be operating just like you wouldn't want to operate in your personal life, living paycheck to paycheck. You wouldn't want to operate on your business financial plan with like living, um, month to month on your expenses and like how you're going to make payroll. So you want to be comfortable. So I would say at a minimum three months of cash flow in your business. And I would say six months would be ideal. Right. If you have enough cash flow to get you through an 18 month runway and that that would be so amazing and so fantastic. But you might be in startup mode and you might not have that privilege to have an 18 month runway or you don't have investors and like you're bootstrapping the business. So I would say that no less than three months, six months would be a solid goal for you to have to have enough cash flow in your bank account to manage your business. Um, next, I want you to think about having a plan for managing any debt for your business, right? So uh, debt can be a burden if it's not managed properly. And so making sure you, if you have debt, if you have a business loan, if you want to get a business loan, right? Debt is not a bad thing. Leveraging um, you know, financial debt is part of scaling and growing your company. And if you can do that and you can, if that's part of your growth plan, um, that is awesome. And you should leverage debt correctly. And so debt is not a bad thing, but making sure that you are paying off your debt in the right plan that you have it, um, avoiding unnecessary debt if you don't need it. It's so important for you to think about debt as a tool, uh, but I don't want that to be a, a crutch in your business. And so that's super important. We talked about having a solid emergency fund, right? So having three months of runway and having that capital is also so important. You don't wanna be at a point where um, you know, you get hit with like expenses that you weren't expecting. Um, like literally, I feel like I get one unexpected invoice every single month. That's like some $10,000 invoice that I'm like, where did this come from? Um, so having that emergency fund, just like you would in your personal life, it's important for you to have in your business as well. Um, and then it's important for you to create a solid plan and have like the right education and financial literacy of your business. So the more that you are learning and, you know, are equipped, the better informed you're going to be about like making decisions for your business. Right. And so I would ensure that you are um, like you're having the right money dates with your bookkeeper, with your financial advisor, with your accountant, and you are the one that is leading it. Don't like you are the one that's leading the agenda. You are the one asking the questions and don't be afraid to ask for help, right? It is absolutely okay to ask the questions, ask for help um, and make sure, make sure that you really do understand, um, you know, your financial outlook for your business and what you can do to improve that um, and what options you have. And even from like a tax standpoint, 
Um, there are so many things. I think we had a tax advisor on um, a couple months ago on the show, but it's so important for you to understand, you know, what are ways that you can, um, you know, are you paying yourself, right? Like how many of us, I find so many times as like female entrepreneurs, we're not even paying ourselves. Right, we wait at the end to see if there's anything and then we're like, take a distribution. Make sure that you are paying yourself a salary, right? Making sure that you are putting money away into um, some sort of IRA or some sort of investment account for your retirement that can be funded by the business, right? What are the right, like the tax write-offs that you can ensure that you're capturing, um, you know, for, you know, for your business as well that you can benefit from. So it's so important for you to make sure, as I mentioned, having the right team around you is critical, but First, it's also important to be able to like invest in your own education and financial literacy um, and having that right tool, that, that comfort level and that confidence in your finances. Um, a mistake that I see um, entrepreneurs make is like failing to really truly separate business and personal finances. And it's so important for you to have the right things set up, right? So like making sure you have your separate bank accounts, separate credit cards, right? Um, ensuring that you put having a right credit card for your business and it's great. You should be able to rack up amazing, um, points for your, like, you know, for mileage. Like every time I fly for an event for CEO school, I do it on my CEO school credit card. And I've used my business mileage to purchase my airfare specifically through that credit card. Like there's so many benefits when you separate things out and you just do things properly. Right. And then also you want to make sure that it's accurate and correct for like record keeping and bookkeeping. And you're not just waiting on like the umpteenth hour, you know, on April 17th, when you need to get ready for, for taxes. And speaking of taxes, another mistake that I see is not planning for taxes. So as entrepreneurs, we are responsible for paying um, our own taxes. And it's important to plan ahead and set aside funds for tax payments. And we do that quarterly um, in our businesses so that we don't have like a giant, um, you know, tax um, liability at the end of the year or at one time in the year. So it's so important for you to ensure that you are setting those things up. And it's not just invoices coming in. You haven't thought about taxes and you're like, oh my God, what do I do? So these are the conversations that I want you to, I want you to be taking notes today. I want you to, you know, talk to your accountant. Um, and if you don't have a, uh, you know, that financial, you know, advisor, come into the boardroom. We have office hours every single month with our bookkeeper. And, you know, we have experts in our, um, in our community and so that you can have those conversations and feel good and secure. And so I'll link, um, the boardroom in our show notes. And just, I always welcome you guys to come in, but we literally have office hours for legal, for bookkeeping, for finances. And you can literally come with your questions every single month, whenever you want to, they're standing out office hours with experts. So make sure that you plan for your DAX bill. Um, also, it's important for you to think about growth, right? In the right way. And so, I feel that women, we actually are, we're not like, we're not pushing ourselves for higher revenue growth. This last, like last, you know, couple of episodes, I've been really talking about focusing on, I'm like tired of the conversation of six figure businesses. We are not having a conversation less than a seven figure business here at CEO school. We're going to be seven, eight figure, nine figure businesses and beyond. And seven figures is the damn baseline now. 
right? And it's so important for us to focus on revenue growth and investing into our business for revenue growth as well. So one, it's important to be profitable. Profitability is super important, but being, it's not just about being only profitable. If you have opportunity in your business, if you're running, if you have a program, if you're selling a product, if you have, if you're selling this water bottle, right? For $5 and it costs you a dollar and you're making $4 in profit, okay? And then you run some ads on it and and your ads are costing you, um, you know, $2 in the ads, you know? And so it's $3 is your cost and uh, $3 in total, your cost of your water bottle and then $2 into the ads. And every time that you pump it in, um, you get an immediate sale of a water bottle. Would you spend $3 to get $5? I would spend $3 every day to get $5 all day long right? We do not view our business in that way. So take a look at what is actually working in your business. Can you double down on that? Right? And ads is just one small micro example of that. But where are, what are areas that you can invest in to grow the sales of your business? Are you the only one handling sales conversations? Or could you add something to your sales process? Maybe you could hire somebody to help you out on the business development side. And would that increase your revenue by, yes, it might be a, a you know, a, a $70,000 hire to hire a, a salesperson, but is that person gonna drive, you know, 300,000 in revenue for you next year? Would you invest $70,000 to get $300,000? I would, right? And you should have you should think about your business as an investment. And sometimes I find that women, we're not thinking about our business as an investment. We're just thinking about it in just in profit. Now, profitability is important. Profitable growth is important. And I ran a company for a decade that wasn't profitable until its ninth year in business. I'm going to say that again. I ran a company for a decade that wasn't profitable until its ninth year in business, but we were not, we were putting every single dollar into the top line for growth. We were a SaaS high growth tech platform and, but we had profitable growth. If at any time I wanted to turn off, we weren't just investing for the sake of like, it wasn't growth that wasn't calculated. It was calculated growth. And at any time I wanted to become profitable, I could turn the engine off and say, yep, I wanna be profitable today and be profitable. And it was important for us to decrease our burn rate over the years. And that is what we were able to do. And I I just wanna share that, that there are styles of businesses that are not just always on profitability, um, and, but I want you to be smart about your growth rate, right? And growth rate is important. Growing your business is also important for you to really scale it. If you wanna have a business that exits, if you wanna have a business that's gonna last upon generations, that's gonna create generational wealth, we need to be thinking about our business as a fucking asset, okay? And we don't view it that way. So let's get organized with our financial health for our business and stop making these mistakes. So we've covered a lot of ground on today's episode, but it's so important. So we'll do some like quick recap, like a quick recap, but it's so important for us to really just like the most important thing is to have an understanding of the overall finances, to not shy away from it, to take it head on and to make it as part, this is part of our jobs as CEOs. That is your job as CEO. And as I mentioned earlier, cash flow is more important than your mother. And sorry, Ma, I love you so much. Um, and of course, your love is different, but for our business, cash flow is more important. And so it's so important to have the right plan. It's so important for you to have the right cash flow in your business. It's so important for you to be able to understand it so you can make strategic moves, hire, invest in your business for growth. It's so important for you to have uh, the right tax planning in place. 
and just have things organized because when it's organized and you have that plan, you're able to execute upon the plan. And so these are the things that I find all the time um, that we as women founders, like we just got to get a grasp on. And I'm so excited that this entire month we are dedicating to the money mindset and to, you know, managing our finances, managing our wealth, managing our businesses and doing things right on a bigger level. Uh, so I hope you enjoyed today's jam-packed educational episode. If you did, um, screenshot it, leave us a review, tag us on Instagram, definitely leave us a review. That's one thing we're asking for right now. Um, that is how we're growing our podcast. And so you can share it, share it with all of the business owners that you know. We want, we want to invite every single woman and marginalized founder to this damn table so that we can have a shot and level the playing field and build giant businesses, right? And create the life of while having freedom of, of time, while having freedom of impact and having that freedom of dollar because nothing bad happens when women make more money. Um, I hope you enjoyed today's show. I will see you next week at CEO School. Thank you for tuning into today's show. If you loved it, leave us a review. We are so proud to bring you authentic conversations, game changer expert guests, and valuable content on and offline. The best compliment you can give us is by screenshotting today's show and tagging us on Instagram at CEO School and at Sanira Madani. We are obsessed with swag, so don't be surprised if we want to send you some. Thanks for tuning into class today. And remember, nothing bad happens when women make more money.